Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Anthony, and we're here today on the Couch Sports Talk Show. With me, as always, is my man, Nick. What's going on, Nick? Hey, how you doing, bro? All right, so how's it going, man? I haven't talked to you in a while. How's everything? Good. Good. Chilling. Yeah. Keeping up on football, you know, doing my thing like every week. I feel you. I feel you on that. So let's get right into it, man. Uh, Let's talk about my Dallas Cowboys. They're, They're hot right now. You know, the last game against the Broncos wasn't their best, but I feel like they needed that that loss to kind of like put them back into uh, into some type of humbleness. Right. Like a wake up call, like a wake up call. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like they were vibing too much. They were getting cocky and the Broncos pretty much beat their ass and gave them a reality check. Yeah, honestly, I was surprised by it seeing how they play, like, from week-to-week basis, and then you see them come in there against the Broncos and they get smacked. Yeah. Like, I I honestly did not see that at all. Uh, You know, I honestly thought they were going to run right over the Broncos. The Broncos' defense is somewhat depleted. All they really have is who Patrick's retained. Besides him, I I really don't see any superstars on that defense that can really make an impact – but it wasn't just that defense that did work. I mean, that offense was, you know, phenomenal. Teddy Bridgewater, I, I believe he had an amazing game, in my opinion, uh, against a somewhat stacked um, Cowboys defense. You know, even though Cowboys are somewhat hurt, you know, losing uh, Demarcus Lawrence, uh, Trayvon Dix was somewhat shaken up. Uh, you know, they, they just weren't the same Cowboys defense that we've seen all year. Yeah, I feel like even still, though, I feel like the offense got to step up. I feel like, I'm going to be honest, I don't think Dak is that MVP uh, contender that you thought he was, my boy. Come on. He's, he's, he's MVP <laughs> caliber, man. You, you look at every other quarterback. Nah, no, you look at every other quarterback, they're, they're just not putting up the same numbers that Dak is. You know, he's, he's literally maybe, what, top seven in every single category. He has no, the passing yards, he has the touchdowns, he has the completion percentage. I mean, the list goes on and on. Right. He's 24th in attempts, 17th in passing yards, 5th in touchdowns, and 18th in interceptions. Okay. Before he had the injury, because the injury takes him to, to effect, right? He was, he was out for that one game, which I believe in that one game, he could have did way better than Cooper Rush did. He probably would have ended the game with 500 yards, four or five touchdowns, you know. But even before that, he was top five in every single category. Yeah, but we're not talking about could or what it was. It's what the numbers are now. Yeah, you're right. It is what the numbers are He's right now. He's not doing what he was. I feel like they're trying to balance out the offense more. And I feel like if they put the ball in Dak's hands more, then they would be more beneficial for that team. Why do you say that? because they have so much firepower at the wide receiver position that if they just throw the ball and then run the ball when they want to, they, it like, I feel like their, their strengths are in their wide receiver core. Yeah. Well, like I mean, their running also, backs are good. Don't get me wrong. Like Zeke is a beast. Yeah. Pollard's a beast, mm-hmm. but their wide receiver core is where their strengths are at. Right. Yeah. I, I agree. Uh, 
you know, they're probably one of the most well-balanced offense in the league, if not the most well-balanced, uh, right behind probably, I don't know, Tampa or even um, the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like Dak is still – I think he's still in consideration for MVP. Uh, I think he might finish in top three for consideration, honestly, if he doesn't win it. Uh, but, I mean, you got to look at the rest of the schedule – the rest of his schedule, he's not really facing anybody with a top 10 defense, honestly. I mean, the hardest teams left in the schedule is probably the Chiefs and the Cardinals. I mean, he faces Washington twice. He faces the Giants one more time and the Eagles one more time. I mean, the, I honestly – I wonder if that would even be taken numbers. into consideration, like, after uh... – like after uh, they t- like after once they do like the MVP voting, if it's they take into consideration like the schedule strength, yeah. Like if one quarterback had a harder schedule than the other ones, if that would even be like a thing. But I feel like the only reason he would even be in the top three consideration is because Derrick Henry got hurt. Right. If Derrick Henry doesn't get hurt, I feel like Dak Prescott moves out of there, and then the other ones for MVP is probably like Tom Brady and Matt Stafford. All right. Okay. Yeah. Maybe Kyler Murray, but Kyler Honestly, Murray's Kyler Murray falling off because he's because he's sitting out games and not yeah. sitting out, but he's hurt. Yeah. If he wasn't hurt, then I feel like it would be a different story, and he would still be putting up numbers. Well, I mean, the same could be made for Dak Prescott. But he's not putting up numbers. He is because when the Cowboys choose to have their one game where they're strictly just running the ball, Dak Prescott isn't throwing. Unless he's like, going what was it? What was it? Garbage. Stuff, like week one, he threw for almost like what five hundred yards or something. He almost had like fifty some attempts. Yeah. And then the next week, they ran the ball like fifty some times, and Dak Prescott barely even threw the ball. Well, I mean, you also got to play the opponent. I get that, but I'm just saying though, like the Cowboys will flip their game plan that drastically. Yeah. Instead of it being like a balanced game plan every single week where they try and get 20 to 30 rush attempts, they throw the ball maybe 30 to 40 times. They're either throwing the hell out the ball or they're running the fuck out of the ball. Well, that's what I'm saying. They're well balanced. <laughs> they're well balanced. That's that's why I have them as Super Bowl contenders. You know, I honestly think besides the Rams and the Bucks, obviously the the Cowboys are probably right there with them as far as Super Bowl contenders. I don't really consider the Packers Super Bowl contenders just because, you know, they don't they don't really have that all around team. They don't have the defense to go with their offense. You know, uh, I mean, Rams, we, we we just seen what happened when Aaron Rodgers was out. Right. They they couldn't finish <laughs> it. Yeah, they wouldn't shit. Yeah. So without Aaron Rodgers, they're really not anything. You, you know, if I'm a defense. Obviously, I'm going to keep on rushing uh, Aaron Rodgers to make a pass. He, uh, Aaron Rodgers could make that pass, you know. Yeah. But if I'm a defense, I'm focusing on Aaron Rodgers and, you know, trying to get to him as quickly as possible so that way he doesn't have time to throw to his receivers. The more time he has, he's just going to defeat you every single game. Right. That's, that's without question. He's going to defeat you every single game. But I think once these teams really uh, hone in on that, and actually start rushing him more, you know, and, and we say it every year, you know, 
oh, this is the way to defeat Aaron Rodgers. This is the way to defeat Aaron Rodgers. But nobody ever does until it comes to playoff time. You know, and Tom I think, Brady did, but Tom Brady was smoking him last season, boy. Right. And I feel like that's going to happen again. You know, the Packers are actually going to make it to the playoffs. They might make it to the second round, but I think that's it. I honestly don't see them going to the NFC Championship game. I don't see them going to the Super Bowl. The only teams that I honestly see going to the NFC Championship game are the Rams, the Cowboys, or the Bucks. You know, it's going to be two of those three teams that make it to the NFC Championship game, depending yeah. on where they're seated at in the playoff bracket. I just feel like I feel like in this year's NFL, the NFC is like the powerhouse of yeah. the league. They got all the good teams, and then the AFC basically just has like the Bills, who you think is going to make it. Like I feel like that's who everybody thinks this season is coming out. Yeah, as like the representative of the AFC, because so, after Derek after Derrick Henry went down, I feel like people are like. He not they're not really gonna do much. Right. The Steelers, I feel like they're not legit with Ben. I feel like he just not getting it done. Right. Like in the long haul, he's not getting it done. I feel like on a game-to-game basis, he's gonna have his like his like hot streaks where like he just like he makes a play here, he makes a play there. But like even against the Bears last week, they barely pulled that off. Justin right. Fields was able to basically come alive in the second half of the game. And honestly, if it wasn't for them getting so many calls, they probably would have pulled it off and won. Yeah. But I don't know. I just feel like the AFC is not like legit contenders. So, <laughs> like they have no, they just have the bills and that's pretty yeah. much it. So, I mean, who, who would you honestly put up to? I mean, if let's say the bills weren't, weren't the bills, who in the AFC do you honestly think would be a contender to at least make it to the Super Bowl? Probably the Ravens if Lamar Jackson can get his passing right. Yeah. Because I feel like in the beginning of the season, he was showing flashes of like him being able to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. And then for some reason in his last game, he just. He couldn't get it going. Yeah, all. he just couldn't get it going. But like it could just be that week. You know what sure, I mean? Yeah. And then next week he could come out and just start throwing dimes again. Right. I mean, I mean, yeah, I feel like you just never know. Right, I, I totally agree. I, I just don't see Lamar as being that guy, that versatile guy to, you know, throw and rush the ball. I mean, obviously he, you know, runs the ball, you know, terrific. You know, he's probably the second coming of Michael Vick, to be honest. Uh, but I, I just don't see him being that passing quarterback. I mean, majority of the time he's getting, you know, maybe below 250 yards every single game I mean I really don't see him getting up there and getting those high numbers of uh passing yards I mean but then again that is Baltimore's you know game plan where they like to run those plays where he's you know scrambling out of the pocket and you know running for 10 15 20 yards but I I just think like honestly I, I I don't think that the Ravens can pull it off and actually come out atop on the AFC just because of that I mean once once you have those edge rushers and they could contain the quarterback, I mean, you kind of have to force Lamar to make those throws. And I just don't think he's going to make those throws. Yeah. I honestly, in my opinion, I could see, you know, the Bengals, the Chargers, uh, maybe the Browns, if they get their act together, 
making it to, you know, the AFC championship game. Yeah. Uh, I don't see the Chiefs at all making it the way that they've been playing unless they absolutely No, their defense is like they've they've relied so heavily on their offense the past few years that it's going to come back to bite them in the ass like from here in the future like unless they can pull something off and like their defense all of a sudden just like starts playing good as hell but i feel like other than that they've relied so heavily on their offense that their def- like you're starting to see the effects yeah with how weak their defensive play is yeah i totally agree i mean their their offense i mean once you take Tyreek Hill out of the game, you know, you, you double cover him, you put a, you know, safety on uh, Travis Kelsey, like mm-hmm. you're, you're good. You know, that's really all you have to worry about. You yeah. Know, they, their run game isn't all that, you know, uh, CEH, he's, you know, either hurt or he's just having an inconsistent uh, season this year where they really don't have a run game. And, you know, right. when you take out the run game and the defense only has to, you know, you know, play cover D constantly. Right. So that kind of, you know, doesn't do justice for Patrick Mahomes and he can't really be the Patrick Mahomes that we've seen in previous years. You know, the reason he was so great was because he had that balance in that offense. He had a running back that could run. He had receivers that were fast and, you know, had great route running skills, could catch the ball. You know, he just had it all. And not to mention, he also had a better O-line. I feel like his O-line is worse this year than it was in the previous three to four years, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, defenses aren't having to stack the box either. So the fact that they're able to create that much pressure just off of, like, a regular, like, front, like, defensive front is crazy. Yeah. Because that basically leaves them with, like, they don't have to – they can basically put everybody in uh, coverage. Right. And they don't have to worry about anything else. Right, exactly. <laughs> because like they put like you like you said, you put two guys on Tyree Hill, put one over the top and then one that like trying to guard him and you got him covered basically. Yeah, that's all that's honestly all you need to do every single game. And that's how you take Tyreek Hill out of that game. The fact that defenses still aren't doing it to this day and this guy's getting open like crazy, it, yeah, it just blows my mind, honestly. Well, it seems like they're trying to they're starting to pick up on whatever their game plan is because Patrick Mahomes don't look like he looking like to me it's like I was saying but like a few weeks ago we were talking I was like it's looking like he's gonna be like the new Matt Stafford like even though he already got his Super Bowl yeah. and he got his MVP is looking like with the contract they gave him and they paid him I don't even what was it like it 10 like years 500, like 500 mil or yeah. something like that yeah they about to be paying him that much money and then they're gonna have to try and pay other players for the next 10 years like yeah, it's not gonna work it's just not. It's just work. not looking like it's looking like it's gonna be another Detroit Lions, Matt Stafford yeah. type situation. I mean, they might be able to get it together, but that's looking like what it's gonna be right. with the way his right. interceptions and like like situation is looking now. It's just it's not looking too good. Right. So I, I like the fact that you brought up the the Detroit Lions because that's kind of what I want to get into. The Detroit Lions are zero and eight to start off the season. We haven't seen them play this bad since Matthew Stafford and Calvin Johnson were on the same team. You know, like, this is honestly ridiculous how badly their season is going. And I honestly feel bad for Detroit Lion fans. (laughs) They might be the first team to go 0-17. Yeah, they might. They actually might. (laughs) You know, Jared Goff, he – I understand why the Rams got rid of him. He's not good at all. I've been saying it for years. Jared Goff is not good. 
The reason he nah. made the Super Bowl with the Rams is was that defense and everybody else around him. Yeah. You know, Jared Goff is not a good quarterback. I mean, it's well, so- I feel like everybody kind of knew that yeah. when they were in the Super Bowl. And, like, they knew that that team was getting carried by the defense, but the offense was good. Right. Yeah. Because Jared – I feel like Jared Goff isn't a bad quarterback, but he's not anybody that's going to, like, take you anywhere. Right. Right. And I Because, like, he's feel... been surrounded by hella talent and right. nothing came of it. But, like, when they were in the Super Bowl, they were also with Todd Gurley, and Todd Gurley mm-hmm. wasn't even – I don't even think he played that much in that Super Bowl. No, he did it because he had uh his his like knees were messed up or something like that. I forgot. Yeah, I think what he was, was battling some type of injury, some type of leg injury. Yeah, but the Detroit Lions, I mean, you know, I feel like they have given up so much and wasted so much in the past years. Like now, it, it just seems like it's it's a repetitive story. You know, they have a decent year one year and then boom, they're restarting all over again. It's like how many right. times can you restart? You just you just can't. You restart with coaches. You restart with quarterback. Well, not quarterback, but I mean, they they now restarted with the quarterback. But they're constantly restarting with receivers. The defense is restarting. It's like how many times can you honestly restart? Yeah, and like the crazy part is too is like this season, a lot of the games that they've lost. But every game they've lost, like most of them, they've been in the games. That you know, what I mean, yeah. like they lose by only a few points. And yeah. it seems like they're just making like mental mistakes and they don't know how to finish games. Right. Exactly. Which is like, you don't really know if that falls on like Jared Goff or if that falls on the defense or maybe both because Jared Goff isn't keeping the defense off the field. You know what I mean? And then by the end of the game, they're just too tired to keep up with right. the defense or the offenses that they're playing against. Right. Yeah. I mean, when they played the bears, honestly, that was uh, a mixture of both. You know, you saw a lot of mental mistakes from Jared Goff. You saw a lot of mental mistakes from the defense. And honestly, they, I feel like they should have won that game against the Bears. Uh, yeah. And then against the Ravens. You know, the, the Ravens, <laughs> the game against the Ravens, I, I have to give it to the Ravens. I have to give it to Justin Tucker because you're, he, he won the game on a record-breaking field goal. Yeah. You know, you, you, you just don't lose like that every week. You know, yeah. like that was I mean, something... there's not much you could do about that. Exactly. You, you try you tr- keep them out of field goal range the best you can. But when you got Justin Tucker right. kicking field goals for you, there's not much you can do to right. stop that. Right. And that one, honestly, was probably their biggest uh, upset, I would say, because, I mean, if if you're somebody that bets, you're, you're going to take whoever is playing the Lions like you're just going to take them no matter what. Right. Right. So I feel like that was that could have been the biggest upset for the Lions this year. Uh, you know, when they played the 49ers, that I mean that was a good game. I mean, they they kind of came back. Uh, I feel like if they would have kept the 49ers offense off the field a lot more and made a lot of uh third down stops, they honestly could have won that game because their their offense was clicking on every level. You know, DeAndre yeah. Swift was good. Jamal Williams was good. Jared Goff was good. They just had that uh, kind of chemistry that game where they honestly could have won. You know, I, yeah. I you look at their schedule. There's about four games where they honestly could have won those games. You know, but yeah. like you said, with the mental mistakes, you know, Jared Goff just not being himself, the defense not being themselves. 
it, I mean, you can't really do much. When it comes yeah, I mean, the, game, the only game that they really got blown out in was uh, against the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah, they got pretty torched. Other than that, like, they had a decent amount of opportunities to come back and win the game. Right. Which is crazy because – Right now, they're looked at as being a trash team because they're 0 and 8. But I mean, it's like, how bad are you really, though, if you're in those games? Like, you might just need that little extra step just to get going. And then you could be 7 and 1, yeah. 6 and 2. You know what I mean? Like, so, so I mean, in, in, your, in your opinion, what would be that extra step? Because they have somewhat a quarterback, you know. Jared Goff, I mean, he's not the greatest quarterback, but he is a, uh, I would say, somewhat consistent quarterback over the years. Uh, you have a good run game in DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams. Uh, I mean, in, in your opinion, what, what would you say is that missing piece for them to actually get that first one? Probably, like, mistake-free football. Like, not, not as many fumbles, picks. Yeah stuff like that because I feel like there's a lot of times where like Jared Goff is getting sacked and he's putting the ball on the ground right or he's trying to do too much in the offense instead of getting rid of the ball he's throwing a pick right you know stuff like that that'll keep the other team in the game while you have a lead or blow your opportunity to come back for the like and win the game so pretty much don't play Detroit Lions style football yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> but I mean, they've been trying to change that narrative for the longest time. And like we've seen it because like being from Chicago, you see a lot of Lions games. Mm-hmm. Yep. You see the, the Bears play them twice a year. You, you know what I mean? They play on Thanksgiving damn near every year. So you see these games all the time and you see, it's like they put out the same product on the field every single. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what the roster looks like, who's there. You, you just – you see the same type of football, Detroit Lions football. Even when Matt Stafford was there, you see what he's doing now with the L.A. Rams. Yeah. And I feel like people thought that he was a good quarterback, but I feel like nobody thought that he could play to this caliber when you surround him with talent. Right. I feel like they just thought that he was going to come in and just kind of take the Rams to this – like to be Super Bowl contenders, but with like not mediocre play, but like – mistake-free football like just getting the job done right but he's he seems to have a decent uh chemistry going with uh cooper cup right yeah I, I, I totally agree i mean i think matthew stafford honestly i think the best thing for him was getting out of detroit oh you for know? sure detroit they did nothing for matthew stafford besides waste his career they did the same thing with you know calvin johnson they did the same thing with uh, Barry Sanders that, you know, it just seems like it's the narrative always with Detroit. Like they're just wasting hall of famer careers. And honestly, Matthew Stafford, in my opinion, he's a future hall of famer. The numbers yeah. don't lie. You know, he's, he was the fastest 10,000 yards, 20,000 yards, 30,000 yards. You know, he puts up the numbers, but when you have that losing culture where, you know, the team doesn't want to get you pieces around you, to actually make you contenders, even playoff contenders. I think the only two times he made it to the playoffs, you know, he had monstrous years where he was putting up 5,000 yards. Right. You know, 35 plus touchdowns. So I feel like the Detroit Lions, like, I don't know. I, I, I honestly think something needs to change in the front office. 
uh, because it's not working. It hasn't been working for years. Uh, they're wasting co- uh, careers. They're wasting people's times at the games. They're wasting people's money hey, at the games. Look, you know? look, as a Bears fan, I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> they can keep it the way they got it right now. Because easy win I'm, for you guys. I'm cool with the Bears going in there and beating up every single time. I don't yeah. even care. They can keep it the way they got it. Keep Jared Goff, too. Right. Yeah. I feel you on that. I feel you. Uh, talking about bad teams, bad ownerships. Let's get into the Las Vegas Raiders. What the hell is going on in Las Vegas right now? Man. I don't know. I got Darren Waller on my fantasy team. <laughs> That's probably the only upside. Yeah. You know, anybody like, who know. has Darren Waller. Anybody that has Derek Carr, like, that's probably your only upside yeah. right now. Hunter Renfro, not bad. He seemed like he's showing out a little bit. Nah, I don't like him. He's not nothing special, but he seems like he's a – like, he could – like, he could have, like, a promising career as long as he has, like, a good QB around because he makes catches yeah. and he finds ways to advance the ball no matter what. And he isn't afraid to come over the middle and take a hit from a linebacker, which is respectable. Right from somebody who is his size because he's not a big dude. He's not. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like the Raiders, I don't know, man. There's just something about them where they, they're they this close to winning, but something just always happens. Something always yeah. gets in the way. It's either injuries, uh, off-the-field distractions, uh, off-the-field trouble, as we just seen recently with uh, Ruggs. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know what the hell that guy was thinking. Uh, but you know, it's just, it's just right now a downfall for the Raiders. And at the beginning of the season, I had them going to the playoffs. I had them winning the division. Uh, you know, I honestly thought that they were going to be one of the top teams in the AFC. Now I just don't see it anymore. Like, well, I mean, they're not far off from winning their division there. It's five and three. They're tied for five and three with the chargers. Right. So, I mean, as, as long as they can keep on the path that they're on right now and just continue to improve, I feel like they'll be all right. I feel like they just have a lot of spotlight on them with the whole thing that happened with John Gruden. And then now with Henry Ruggs, everybody's like, what's happening? Why, why are the Raiders so – why are they looking so bad right now? But it's yeah. like – Dude, I mean, but do you honestly think that they could continue it? I mean, the run game isn't all there. Josh Jacobs isn't the same Josh Jacobs I, I mean, saw. I do I think they're contenders for a Super Bowl? No. But do I think it's possible for them to take the division? Sure. Mm-hmm. Or at least the a wild card. I mean, they're five and three right now tied with the Chargers. I feel like their only issue is, is that Derek Carr is missing throws. Yes. But, I mean, he's he's always been like that, though. Yeah, but if he can hone that in – and somehow start to win. Cause like in the first few weeks, he was, he looked good. Right. And then now these last couple weeks, it seems like his play is starting to go on a downward spiral. I mean, but isn't, isn't that always the case with him though? I mean, every single year it's always, yeah, he's doing good the first, you know, five, six, seven weeks. And then later on in the season, it's like, okay, who the hell is this guy? This isn't the quarterback yeah. that we saw. Well, yeah, but, like, you hope for somebody to break that streak. Like, even if you're not a fan of the Raiders, like, you've seen Derek Carr play at a high level. You've yeah, seen, seen players on it. You've seen, you've seen Josh Jacobs play at a high level, but he can't even stay on the field right now. Right. I mean, so, yeah, I, I see these guys play at a high level, but it's like, 
I mean, I, I feel like they, they just need to do more. Like Derek Carr, I feel like he needs to do more. You know, he yeah. has he had the receivers the past couple of years. He's had them. He's had a running back. He's had an O line. He's had the coach for the uh, most part of his career. So it's like, why can't you just you know figure it out? I guess is what I'm trying to say. On those, like, I feel why, like why the hell is it? I feel like it literally. Like I feel like it just comes down to him like missing his throws like there was hella times last game where he missed a few throws like he missed a, a wide open throw to darren waller for a touchdown yeah and those, and those are like, easy bro, throws you, yeah and i'm like if you hit that throw that's game changing like you yeah. take all the momentum and that like there's like you basically just win the game or just like that right exactly and he misses those throws and then he's over there on the bench kicking himself because now he's like damn that was a, actually an easy throw i could have hit that right I don't know. I, I I just don't see Derek Carr taking them anywhere. I think the Raiders now need to move on from Derek Carr. I think he needs to move on from the Raiders. Uh, I just don't like that that bond that they have, that relationship that they have. I think he yeah. needs to go. I, what team? I have no idea. I honestly don't know what team would is in need of a Derek Carr type of quarterback, but he needs to go somewhere. He needs to go somewhere else. Somewhere, yeah. Somewhere else. I feel like he's gonna he gonna be with the Raiders for a while. You honestly think that? Yeah, <laughs> I feel I like that. I feel like their little culture that they got going is like it's like a brotherhood over there, and like they're not gonna let that go for whatever reason. I mean, if I'm Mark Davis, hey, bye, Derek Carr. You haven't done shit for me yet. Yeah, I'm gonna go draft another quarterback from the SEC. I mean, they probably just think that he needs more talent around him. I feel like their receiving core ain't bad, though. Like, the receiving core has, like, shown, like, promise. They get the open. Thing. That's the thing. He's <laughs> had he's had receivers. Yeah. Yes. I mean, he's I had know, I receivers. Just like, I just feel like that division is, like, up for grabs right now. Like, obviously, the Chargers are looking like they're the better team in there, even with yeah. the Chiefs there. But I just feel like with the Chargers being at five and three, that, like – if they were really who they say they are, then they would be better than five and three. Right. Cause everybody was looking at Justin Herbert. Like he was like the next coming of like Tom Brady. Like he's going to be the next like goat quarterback. Yeah. And like he said, he looks good. Don't get me wrong. But like you see a lot of receivers dropping passes now. Like, it's just like, it's they're not putting, yeah. They're not putting out what we thought they were. Right. I don't know. I still like the Chargers. I like them winning that division. I like them at least making it to the second round of the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just I feel like they're they're maybe missing one or two pieces. Um, the defense, I honestly think that's a good defense, you know. Yeah. You have Joey Bosa, you have uh Derwin James. I mean, I, I just think it's a good defense. Uh the offense, I mean, what more can you ask? You have Justin Herbert, you have Keenan Allen, you have Austin Eckler, you know, it, it's kind of like they have somebody on every, every aspect of their team. You know, they have yeah. secondary, they have somebody in on the front line. They have the receiver, the running back, the quarterback. It's just like, can they go to the next level now? Yeah. You know, like I get it. Justin Herbert's still young. You know, he's only in the second year, but there's been quarterbacks that have done it in their second year or third year. You yeah, know, for perfect example, Patrick Mahomes, 
Right. You know, he went to the Super Bowl, what, in his third year? Yeah, basically. I mean, and like him, Lamar Jackson has basically been carrying the Ravens for the past few seasons. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I feel like there's no real, like, nowadays there's no real excuse because you've seen like Patrick Mahomes, but I feel like a lot of people need to like relax and like remember that like everybody's not like a super athlete or like built to like come straight out of college and like that's why I want my quarterbacks numbers I want all my quarterbacks like that from now on there's no excuse if Patrick Mahomes could do it in his third season everybody should be able to do it in the third season Nah, that's like people trying to rush Justin Fields, bro. Like every single, like on a week to week basis, he's looked better. I still don't like him. I think I honestly think if I'm the Bears, if I'm if I'm the Bears coach or the Bears GM, I am sitting Justin Fields for the whole year, letting him just observe different defenses and letting him just learn. I don't care. But why though? Every every single week he's gotten better. Yeah, he's gotten better, but I, I just think it was too early for him. You saw the his first three or four games. I mean, he really yeah. But it, but if you but if you bench him now and put in Andy Dalton, what do you think that does to him? Oh, it, it crushes his confidence one hundred percent. Right. So you keep him in the game because you see him on a week to week basis performing better. You see him even with the offensive line the way it is, the receivers not being able to create separation besides like Darnell Mooney because he's like the speedy guy. I look, he is, bro. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not saying he's like the greatest receiver ever, but I'm saying he's the speed. Like Allen Robinson doesn't create separation. No No matter what he says, like he has probably one of the best hands in the league. He can catch the football, but he has to, he's making contested catches because he can't create separation. And that's just what it is. Allen Robinson is probably one of the most overrated wide receivers in the league. I mean, I can agree with you to an extent. I mean, I feel like he's not a legit number one, but I don't think he's overrated. I honestly think he is. You put him on any other team, he's probably a wide receiver two, wide receiver three on any other team. I wouldn't say a wide receiver three, but wide receiver two. Depending on the team, he he is a wide receiver three. Depends on the team. I just feel like you keep, like, I feel like the the way that Fields has played these past couple weeks, you finish out the season with him. I agree. And there's no, especially with uh, getting Larry Barham back, their other uh, yeah. rookie. Yeah, he seemed like like he was blocking pretty well this last game, even though they lost. But like Fields had time, right? And I'm pretty sure this is the first time he threw for over 200 yards. Uh, I think probably second time, but yeah, I I agree. I mean, you you obviously finished off the season with Justin Fields. I just don't like that they started him to begin with. Yeah. You know? I honestly think that they should have just kept Andy Dalton in. I don't care what the fans are saying. I don't care what the players are saying. I just don't care. If I, I don't if think I'm, it had anything to do with what any of them were saying. I think the ownership were like, you either putting a rookie on the field or we're going to fire you now. Well, yeah, from, from Matt Nagy's <laughs> standpoint. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if I'm the ownership, I don't care what anybody else is. Because obviously the ownership is listening to the fans. Yeah, you know, they're listening to the booing. They're listening to the name calling. They're they're listening to the fans chanting fields. You know, like if I'm the ownership, I'm telling Matt Nagy, hey, you are not starting this kid at all this year. Let him sit. Let him learn. Don't let him get hurt. This guy is potentially our future. You know, yeah. just do it the right way. 
you know? And I feel like they I mean, didn't I, do that. I get it. But I feel like if you don't see him learning on the fly while he's playing, then sure, you sit him down. Right. But I feel like the fact that he's getting better on a week-to-week basis, then you let it – like, you you see where he's basically going to go because, like, in this – like, the Bears have, I think, like, the top three or, like, top five hardest schedules in the league this year. Yeah. So – if he's able to put up numbers against the teams that he's playing against now, imagine when he doesn't have to play against these hard teams. You know what I mean? Like next yeah, season, but, if the schedule I mean, is easier, then the Bears' schedule is always going to be somewhat difficult. They play the Packers twice. They play the Vikings twice. That's four games right there. But the Vikings got. week is so. Uh, I mean, they're not the greatest team. They're so over. But they still put up numbers. Bro. Yeah, they put up numbers, but like. I just feel like they're overrated. And, like, Vikings fans hype them up. Like, Vikings fans are, like, they're, like, the Cowboys fans of the NFC North, bro. Stop. (laughs) I swear to God, yo. Stop. There's nothing wrong with having a great fan base, a loyal fan base. No, stop. The Vikings, they put up numbers. They they get the crowd going. You know, they're, they're, they're a solid team. You know, yeah, as long as they got Captain Kirk, man, on that. I don't think he's a bad quarterback, honestly. Yes, if he was on your, if he was on your team, you wouldn't be happy with him. Well, that that is correct because I'm used to a winning culture and a quarterback that's somewhat competent. You know, you're used to a win. When's the last time y'all won something? That's not the point. The point is, <laughs> the point is, we have winning seasons. Multiple winning seasons back to back, you know, multiple playoff appearances, you know, we're just used to uh, that, that kind of culture, you know? Yeah. Whatever you say, bro. I'm just saying, Hey, my Dallas Cowboys, they're winning the Super Bowl this year. I'm yeah. Were you even watching the game the last time they was in the Super Bowl? I was walking around. Yeah. I was walking around. Yeah. With a baby rattle. That's fine. Hey, that's fine. I may have been, I may have had a pacifier in my mouth when I when they won the Super Bowl, but that's that's neither here nor there. When was the last time the Bears won a Super Bowl? Hey, look, they they didn't win the Super Bowl, but they was in the Super Bowl. Hey, I don't want to hear it. When was the last time hey, they won it? The I'm not Cowboys, talking about the Bears right the, now, though. The Cow- <laughs> we know the Bears trash. The Bears have been <laughs> trash for 20 help. years. 20 we plus know years. Boys need help. Y'all need to worry about uh that boy Taylor Heineke. Stop. He coming for the division, bro. No, stop. Yeah. No. The Washington football team is, is decades away from ever winning that division. Jeez. Last year was I a fluke. about that, bro. Last year was a fluke. You know, last year was a fluke because Dak got hurt. If Dak never gets hurt, that the Cowboys are going to playoffs easily. They're winning that division easily. It's just, it's just, it's just common sense. Come on. It's common sense. It is. It is. Cowboys are going to Super Bowl. So, I'm calling it. Cowboys going to Super Bowl. I'll tell you who's not going to Super Bowl, though. The Cleveland Browns. Right, I don't that. know. I don't know what was going on with the whole OBJ situation, but he obviously didn't work out in Cleveland. Baker, I don't like him as a quarterback. I never liked him as a quarterback. He's a overhyped Gardner Minshew, to be honest. But you look at their numbers, they're freaking identical. 
I feel like people like I feel like people are surprised by the Browns like not wanting Odell there, but like they're not a pass heavy offense. They're not because they so, can't so, throw. So to have that much um like that much talent at the wide receiver position, it doesn't make any sense because you basically just have Odell running routes, Jarvis Landry running routes, mm-hmm. and that's it. But you're trying to like you're basically like forcing the ball, like running the ball. Right. With Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. And like you're just running the like running, 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 running. <laughs> and I feel like that's also why like Baker Mayfield, like he's the perfect quarterback for that offense because he doesn't have to throw the ball that many times. Yeah, but I feel because like because they are so keen on running the ball. But if if you're a team going against them and you know all you have to do is stop the run, don't you want a quarterback that could throw? But they can't stop the run. Well, when now Nick they can. Chubb and Kareem Hunt are healthy, they cannot stop the run, bro. Key phrase. Key phrase. Healthy. Right. Healthy or actually at the game if they don't have Right, but that's, where the, is, that's where the issue comes in. That's why they're not going to the Super Bowl. I don't know. Because, they, because they have that one-dimensional offense. Right. And Baker – I feel like Baker Mayfield, like you were saying, like he's an overhyped Gardner Minshew. He's not going to take that offense to the next level because he can't throw the ball that well. Like he makes throws. Yeah. He has clutch plays, but does he do it on a consistent basis? No, no, absolutely not. And it probably doesn't help him now that he has a messed up shoulder and he's trying to whip the ball while his other shoulders in pain. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I think everybody was high on the Browns and I'll be honest. I was one of those people at the beginning of the season just based off what they did last year. And I was like, you know what? The Browns are going to win that division. Uh, they're, they're, you know, maybe make it to the second round of the playoffs. Uh, but now I just, I just don't see it anymore, honestly. Well, I don't see them winning the division just because they're like, I feel like that division is like up for grabs. Yeah. In a sense, like with the Steelers, like they obviously need a new quarterback and then they can take that next step. The Bengals, they've looked good. Like, they've had flashes where they're beating, like, some of the best teams in the league. Mm-hmm. And then the Ravens, they obvious, they're the obvious better team in that division. Right. But if they keep underperforming, they're going to give up their spot. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I mean, I honestly think that the Bengals are going to be good for years to come. I think that it, the rivalry is no longer going to be Baltimore against Pittsburgh it's going to be Baltimore against Cincinnati. Yeah. You know, I think those two teams are going to go at it for years to come just because they have so much talent, uh, young talent, you know, like they're, they're going to be good for so many years, so many years. Unless Pittsburgh can get a quarterback. But you think Pittsburgh can get a quarterback that quick? You just you never know. I honestly don't think so. I don't, I don't like the goes- draft class. I just don't. If Pittsburgh drafts a quarterback and he works out, Pittsburgh is immediately like a, not a Super Bowl contender, but they're playoff contenders. Why? All they have now is a running because back. Because they have a good defense and their offense isn't bad either. Like they have a good, they have Najee Harris, who's obviously a beast. Yeah. They have a good wide receiver core who can get the job done. Who? Chase Claypool's a dog, bro. Deontay Thompson's a dog, know, man. I don't know. Bruh. He's body. 
He's spotty. Let's be honest. He's spotty. And Juju, Juju will be on his way out in the next year or two. Guaranteed but you don't think that they're you don't think that they're spotty because they have Ben Roethlisberger who can't escape the pocket and he's forced to make throws in like like one second, one and a half second. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that, if, like that may be the he's case. getting pressure, he has to get rid of it. That may be the case, but you honestly think there's going to be a quarterback to come in that quick and be better than Ben was the past five years? Uh, possibly. I don't think it would be hard to be better than Ben Roethlisberger right now. Than Ben Roethlisberger right now, yes. Right. I That's agree. what I'm saying. Like, Ben Roethlisberger this season, I feel like there's a lot of quarterbacks that could come in and replace his productivity with ease right. and even perform better with the talent that's around them. No, I totally agree. Ben Roethlisberger, he needs to go. I think his time in the NFL is done. I think he needs to retire. Uh, I know he says he wants to continue playing, but I, I just don't see it anymore. Like, he, he doesn't have the, the arm power anymore. He doesn't have, you know, the running capability like he used to have, even even though it wasn't all that great, but he was still able to get out of the pocket and, you know. Man, Ben Roethlisberger is not the GOAT. He never he is not Tom. He is not Tom Brady. He cannot continue to play, bro. I agree. <laughs> I honestly agree. He Tom Brady go play till he's like 50 years old. I don't see that. Bro, I'm telling you. I think much. I think if it's not this year, it'll be next year. That's Tom Brady. It's his last year. I don't think so. I honestly do, man. I I, I don't think it's there anymore. And people could disagree with me all they want. I I don't care. Tom Brady, he's slipping. Like if you actually watch the games, if you actually watch the games, he's slipping. How? Because his offense is bailing him out. His wide receivers are creating so much separation that he could easily just throw it, lob it in the air, and the receiver is going to go get it. So because the wide receivers are doing what they're supposed to do. No, the wide receivers are outperforming. And Tom Brady is putting the ball where it's supposed to be. No, the wide, receivers, the wide receivers are overperforming is what I'm saying. The wide receivers for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now are so good that they're making Tom Brady look good. I don't think so. They're creating. I mean, so he's, much he's surrounded by like a powerhouse offense. He is. But I feel like their offense is like that because of Tom Brady. What he brings to that team mentally and physically, being able to throw the ball and make decisions as a quarterback. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think he he has one of the greatest IQs as a quarterback in NFL history. I would say if anybody is in competition with him, it probably would have been Peyton Manning. I mean, as we saw for years, Peyton Manning had the IQ uh, to, I think, surpass Tom Brady. Uh, But, I mean, when you're just that smart of a quarterback, it kind of just comes easy for you. Uh, But I I, I don't know. I just don't think it's there anymore. I think he doesn't have the same throwing power. I mean, let's be realistic. He's never had throwing power. yeah, he could get it 50 yards down the field, but uh, I don't know, man. I just don't see it. I don't see it anymore with him. Yeah. I mean, I feel like he's shown flashes of still having a throw power. Like, obviously, he's taking a step back physically from what he was when he was with the Patriots. But for him to still be performing the way he's performing now with the Bucks at his age, is just crazy to see. Yeah. 
No, yeah, I, I totally agree. All right, uh, last topic. Let's get to who we for sure know is going to have one of the top five draft picks. Uh, <laughs> honestly, the bottom of the league, bottom of the league, and I hate to say it, uh, but it's going to be Jacksonville for sure, even though Jacksonville, yeah. they're kind of booming right now. You know, with yeah. Trevor Lawrence, I just don't see him being consistent, honestly. Uh, Miami, I don't see them winning any more games. Well, that many games. Uh, don't get me wrong, they're still a talented team, but I just, you know, with their schedule coming up, I just don't see them uh, yeah. being that good. And then the Jets, the Jets can't seem to get it right. I mean, maybe this new quarterback, uh, what's his name, Mike White or something? Yeah, Mike White. Mike White. <laughs> uh, the dude maybe, who came out of fucking nowhere. Out of nowhere. Right. Maybe he's the right fit for them. Maybe, you know, they win some more games. I just don't see it. Uh, I think uh, that them plus the Lions, I think they're they're going to be, you know, the bottom of the barrel. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, you got the Texans, too. But like everybody knew the Texans were going to be yeah. bad. But they'll still I feel like that's legit who the top five draft picks are going to be for the season. And I feel like that there's really no debate there. Yeah, because <laughs> like you can't really see those teams winning any other games. Like people are surprised that the Jets even won any games. I, I and I feel like the, I feel like the only reason they won games was because uh, Zach Wilson got hurt. <laughs> <laughs> other than that, I didn't see really see them winning any games. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence, he's not surrounded by any talent. I feel like to even determine him as a bust yet. Honestly, Obviously, the Texans are bad. Lions. Trash. Mm-hmm. Who else was it? Who else? Was it? Oh, the Dolphins. Yeah, the Dolphins. Dolphins are, uh, they're all right. I just don't see them winning any more games. Yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> all right, man. Well, uh, that's it for today's show. Uh, follow us for more videos and more content on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Couch Sports Talk Show, and be sure to check us out on youtube on our youtube channel at the couch sports talk show for exclusive videos uh for that from here from the couch sports talk show i'm anthony and with always nick uh be sure to check us out and have a good day guys see you